is on the block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 the ticket veteran and Bill Callahan fan club president, Jake Bakoven. I love Billy. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. This is On the Block here on a Wednesday afternoon as we get prepared for the NCAA tournament. I'm Jake Bachman. He is Eric Strickland, the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet. And Strick, uh, did you get to watch any of the game last night? Have you have you already been watching some NCAA tournament action as we get those play-in games, which I think are always pretty fun? I got to get a little little touch of it, and it was, um, you know, definitely well played. We, we I figured Indiana and and uh, would, would do what they did. And, and yeah, there was some good first games uh, to start the night. And we'll see what goes on again tonight. Uh, yeah. Definitely started off on a good note. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, at least the Big Ten's got one win. So as much as people are not having too much faith in them, myself included, so I have to include myself in there. But I do, I do, I will be cheering for the Big Ten, but I don't know how uh, confident I am for them to do particularly well in this conference. Maybe it's a little bit of um, a holdover from last year where they, they struggled quite a bit. But uh, ultimately, at least Indiana gets them off to a one no start tonight. By the way, Bryant, I, I really want Bryant to win this game because they have a, a Peter Kiss, who is the nation's leading scorer. Um, he is, go- is going to give a chance for, in that 16 seed, you, very rarely are you interested in a 16 versus 16. Uh, kind of preps you up for the other game tonight, which is uh, which has another big team involved as Rutgers goes against Notre Dame. So it's kind of fun. I don't know, especially if you don't have a conference team in there, how much people are really paying attention to it. But uh, it gets you, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, just, uh, it's just the hors d'oeuvre. You know, you're just getting you ready for the main meal. So it's not, you're not supposed to be all the way in it. But, of course, we will be tomorrow. Uh, we'll be doing our show out from Buffalo Wings and Rings at 68th and O. It is March Mayhem. Uh, live show from 11 to 6, both days from Buffalo Wings and Rings, including this show. The first 64 people to show up on Thursday will get a ping pong ball of a team in the tournament on it. If that team makes the Final Four, you'll win some sweet prizes. Prizes and giveaways at the top of everywhere, bo- uh, every hour, excuse me, on both days. Free raffle tickets. No purchase necessary. Uh, prizes like appetizers, uh, beer tubes, gift cards, and more. So that'll be a lot of fun. Plus, tomorrow is uh, St. Patrick's Day as well. You got some. Uh, you got some big St. Patrick's Day plans. Are you just gonna at least wear some green tomorrow? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna chill. I, I think. Shoot, a lot of my Boston green is is on my wall somewhere. So <laughs> I have to dig it. I have to dig deep, deep, deep into the uh, uh, the wardrobe to try to figure out what's in there that's green. That, that's uh, other than money. That is uh, yeah. one of the the things that I don't have much of is green. It's not <laughs> one of my colors. Not a color that, that you wear too well. well. Um, did you did you always like? I, I think may, they, may have a brew though. May have a brew. Hey, there you go. Yeah, that's uh, that's celebrating it a little bit. Thirsty Thursday. May have <laughs> that's a right. Um, <laughs> do you did you ever? Or I guess where you were in in Boston, I suppose, or maybe in Chicago on an away game for when they ever when they dyed the rivers blue or green there. I always thought that was kind of cool for St. Patrick's Day. 
Yeah, I, I, I was never in. Well, I was, but we we could have been playing, and I probably yeah. missed it. But, um, but Boston's a fun town to be in, though. When when you're you've got that that time of the year yeah. which is St. Patrick's Day it, it's a it's a rowdy and, and <laughs> all the little pubs I mean that's the difference about Boston is they have a lot of pubs they have like a lot of these little pubs that you can go into che- very cheers like you know oh yeah so it was pretty cool yeah. yeah I bet so someday I want to make it out to Boston for St. Patrick's Day I think that'd be pretty cool or, or even you Chicago should. I mean the weather starts getting getting better and it's a it's it's a pretty fun town. Yeah, I bet so. Uh, I got to make it out there. For some reason, I just haven't traveled too much east. I've been almost every other region in the country, but it's not east for some reason. Uh, there are some things going on here in the sports world that uh, I did want to update you on. Uh, Nebraska baseball. <laughs> if you're trying to watch on BTN, you're probably struggling a little bit, but uh, they're in the top of the ninth now, trailing New Mexico State five to four. Um, and of course, entering this game six and nine, the season hasn't gone as they'd like to. Um, but with Big Ten play open around the corner do you think it's a uh, time to and, and we'll have uh, we'll have uh, a guest here in just about 20 minutes hopefully if the game wraps up we'll see kind of what his schedule plays out. i don't know if he's got an article to write or what but we'll get evan bland's view on it from the omaha world herald um do you think if, if they do end up dropping this game or i guess really either way that that you know baseball can be a, a close sport so it's really hard to get upset about some close games at times but you know especially a 5-4 game that's not necessarily bad offense or defense that's just kind of right in the middle but are you kind of getting a little bit more worried about Nebraska baseball maybe not being at that Big Ten championship level this year? I, I would definitely say that the qualities uh, of their of their losses are, haven't been great. I mean, you know, like Sam Houston's not bad. I mean, they're yeah. they're a pretty good team. They're they've all they actually they own a better record than the Huskers in their matchups against each other. So they're they're always pretty solid. Uh, then you you know TCU and then. You, you know, you have some games in there where they just, you know, they're trying to figure it out too. You know, they're they're still trying to put some pieces together. They've lost some pieces. Uh, their pitching wasn't where they thought it, they hoped it would be. Um, so they're still trying to figure it out and and and, and put some some runs together and, and put some play together that uh, would put them in a better position. And 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 the good again, they can turn this thing around. You know, they've got like you said the Big Ten. And what goes on in their early stages could be just a tune-up. It could be just kind of getting things in order, figuring out rotations, uh, figuring out, you know, who they're going to put on the field and and who's the best to put on the field and when and where. Um, You're going through all of those different elements in these early parts. And so when they get into Big Ten, that's when we'll start to figure it out, you know, how they really fare when they get into Big Ten play. Yeah, and, and of course, this will this will wrap it up for the New Mexico State Series, so hopefully they can jump out and get the win here. Uh, but as, as I said, they are down right now as they would, would kind of need a series win. They haven't had one. They, they split, of course, with Omaha. They lost to Kansas State. They did, uh, you know, split their games with uh, I guess they won both against Northeastern State. Um, and that little, that little uh, three-game or four-game set they had with UT Arlington North Northwestern State they went three out of four there, um, and so that was probably the, the upside of the season so far. As for what's coming up next, uh, March 18th, this Friday, they'll have a weekend series um, at, with Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, and then right around the corner, you, you kind of have a Michigan series coming up would be the next series after that. So Big Ten play is getting there. Hopefully they kind of figure out their personnel and, and, and kind of work out the kinks a little bit more yeah. um, before they get into Big Ten play. Another story that – They definitely that, got some work to do. Yeah. 
Uh, another story, and maybe I'll just stick to baseball real quick. Uh, the Royals and Zach Grinke are agreeing to a one-year deal. So it's been a while, but Zach Grinke was once a star with the Royals, uh, an all-star. He played from 2004 to 2010 with them. I even think he won the, the Cy Young in 2009. Of course, he's had uh, lots of different trips now with the Brewers and, and the, the Dodgers, the Angels, the Diamondbacks, the Astros. Maybe not the player he once was, but I always like uh, when a player who, who started his career and has a dominant um, start to it, uh, you know, come around and, and, and end up uh, trying to work on the phones there, work on the uh, work with the team. Um, so that's kind of cool for Royals fans. Um, but I did want to get to this too, because we, and we'll talk plenty of NFL today, but the latest uh, thing to happen, it looks like the Titans are set to release Julio Jones, which is a bit of a surprise to me. I know he got injured last year, but it seemed to be a big haul for them. Um, you know, they already have the weapon, to, you know, the weapons out there uh, at with wide receivers. So he was just supposed to kind of add to that. Obviously the best running back in the, in the league um, there as well, but he, 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 he suffered an injury last year, played just 10 games, career low, 31 receptions for 434 yards but I was kind of surprised to see them kind of seemingly just kind of give up on that whole experiment just one year in I mean again it, it, those are business types of decisions right you've got a you know Julio Jones he commands a lot of attention he commands also a big bag in, in, in the money so again teams could be looking to try to add certain pieces that they may not have um, they could be looking to add aspects to their team that can give them a little bit more, um, uh, you know, flavor in, 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 in when they get into uh, the heat of battle in, in the NFL season. And so that they're, they're, they're probably just looking to add pieces, man. And, and, and so Julio Jones, there's going to be suitors for him. There's no question about that. He's not going to have a problem getting picked up anywhere. Uh, for what he brings to the table. Uh, he's still a number, you know, at, at best a one-two um, at the wide receiver position. So somebody's going to get a good player out of that if they've got the room. So you've got to be looking at teams in the NFL right now that's got significant cap space. Uh, obviously, Julio wants to win after being so long in Atlanta and, and just some of the the ups and downs that he had there. But he, he's probably going to be looking similar to an Odell Beckham type of situation to a team. I mean, how could you how could you not look at like a Julio Jones in like Cincinnati or something like that? Oh yeah, that not like freaking be crazy. Those three Higgins and 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 uh, Chase and, and a Julio Jones with with Burrow that that reminds me of like the LSU situation when he was down there <laughs> throwing the ball all over the place, you know, uh, something like that. I mean, so you got to look for a team that's probably looking to upgrade, that's looking to match. Uh, what what other teams are doing out there and what they have and, and if they've got the room to do it they'll probably pick him up. Yeah, he's 33 years old now and again coming off his worst season of his career, but a lot of that due to injury. Um, but the last two years, two years though, he's kind of run up against and only played in 19 games. His last year in Atlanta was his worst year with Atlanta since 2013. Um, so it hasn't been quite the difference maker in the NFL over the last couple of seasons, but uh, certainly you know maybe at this point in his career looking to win one. You know he got so close with that land in that yeah. Super Bowl. Maybe he's going to, like you're yeah. saying, maybe find a contender, maybe not take as much money, maybe not expect to be the number mm -hmm. one at this point if he if he does play mm -hmm. for a contender. But uh, I was still a bit surprised because I liked that that setup they had out there with Tennessee, like again, with with A.J. Jones and, and Derrick Henry there. I thought that could have been, uh, you know, something that they, they that was maybe worth a little bit more patience. But like you said, you know, salary cap and issues like that, you know, everybody's kind of work on, working on what they, what they can, what they can fit and 
and where they're looking. Uh, we have a few uh, also other things to, to mention. Chandler Jones was one of the best uh, free agents out there for defensive ends. He ends up signing with the Raiders. It's kind of funny because that division is just loading up on defensive ends and pass rushing specialists because of probably the addition uh, of, you know, the, at the quarterback position out there in Denver. Um, uh, so with Russell Wilson, obviously, um, for what it's worth, they did also trade a pass rusher maybe to to get Chandler Jones in. Uh, Yannick uh, Ngakwe was one of their better guys. Yeah, I think he had like 10, 12 sacks last year. He was traded to the Colts uh, for cornerback Rocky Asin. Um So it's kind of an interesting move. Uh, ultimately, Chandler Jones, though, it, it probably a little bit un- under-respected um, for what he's been able yeah. to do. Um, you know, at Arizona, I think he's got the most sacks since he's been drafted in the league, but he sometimes just gets overlooked maybe because he hasn't – I don't know. I mean, he played for the Patriots. The Cardinals have had their times of up and downs, but it just doesn't seem to get as much respect as he probably deserves. Uh, he'll get another chance at it, but he's also kind of entering that 30, age 33 season as well, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it comes down to, right? I mean, he signed a big deal with Arizona, you know, five-year, $82.5 million. Um, You know, his, his signing bonus wasn't very high, so he had a very high contract number. So it, it has to be somebody that's, you know, willing to um, – um, you know, after the end of that deal, you know, for him, it's it's someone that's going to uh, give him an opportunity to just reinvigorate himself, kind of reestablish himself in his dominance and a team that's going to need him. And, and, and that's what he found there in in in, uh, in I always want to say Oakland. But in Las Vegas, <laughs> I think he, see, he feels he found a good match for him. I think the scheme will work for him. Uh, they'll give him an opportunity to shine. And, and if he doesn't produce, then that's, that's you know, maybe some people made the right decision. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. We, we are, as, you know, NFL free agency has gotten underway, there's still, uh, you know, plenty of guys out there. We'll see where, you know, Bobby Wagner, Jameis Winston, uh, Leonard Fournette, Tyron Matthew, all those guys still, uh, Allen Robinson, all those guys still looking for landing spots. So I'm sure we'll talk about it over the next few days. We'll also get into the quarterback discussion because things are certainly getting interesting uh, there as, as it seems to be uh, Deshaun Watson's sweepstakes is causing some people to feel some type of way right out there, especially with Baker Mayfield. Um, looks like the, the Cleveland organization has kind of let that leak that they were shopping for Watson. Um, and, you know, I, I think that maybe that was purposeful. So we'll see. Baker Mayfield now looks like he is being um, – you know, he, he sent out a very heartfelt letter last night or, or, or a note, I should say, on his uh, social media. So that was kind of weird. We'll talk about that in a little bit as well. I wanted to ask you this, though. Um, being a former Nebraska Cornhusker yourself, um, the Omaha Storm Chasers are wearing um, corn jerseys. They're, they're really embracing the corn aspect. It's, 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 if you could think of a corn jersey, that's what it looks like. It's just yellow corn kernels <laughs> all the way through. And, of course, that can be done at, you know, minor league baseball. You're always looking for different ways to sell jerseys and, and get different promotions out there but over the years nebraska seems to have dropped the corn of corn huskers uh and as as a younger person i suppose i always thought that's a great idea there's not you know nobody this is part of the problem is when you hear corn huskers everybody you know comes up to lincoln believing there's just going to be a field of corn and memorial stadium there um but i guess as i've got older i've embraced the corn a little bit do you like the, the do you like going if you hear nebraska do you like being called the corn huskers or just the huskers I, that was a thing for me. I think when I was young, um, I used to probably get teased about it all the time. Oh, the corn husker. Yeah. You know, so I, I think, I think the huskers did kind of 
you know, hang with me a little bit more, so to speak. But I, <laughs> that's a pretty <laughs> tough one. I, I mean, I did embrace it. I'm, you know, I am a Cornhusker, so it, it is what it is. And, and I think one of the most interesting things about it was when I had a chance to meet with a, a wonderful family that um, I used to spend some time with. And, and I actually got a chance to, like, um, ride in one of the, the big tractors and, and actually do some tilling and do some things with, with uh, harvesting at one point. So the, those things got got me to feel a little bit more corn huskery. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried, I think a lot of kids out here tried to tasseling, right? I just tried to detassel corn. Um, and I, I must not have done very well. Yeah, because they let, I, don't, I don't even know how they get away with it because it's like 13 and 14 year olds or something. I don't know how old they get them out there. Um, but they, you know, they, I, I did it for like three days and they're like, this guy didn't cut it, so we're out. But I think there was like, an, there was too many people applying, so I think they the whole idea was to give me a short short stint. But I'm not really sure if that's mm-hmm. the case. Maybe they're just like, this guy doesn't, get, this kid isn't it. Get him out of here. <laughs> so maybe I, I didn't. Maybe that get rubbed me the wrong way as far as the Cornhuskers goes. But like I said, I don't know. Maybe it's just kind of the old school nature of it because they dropped that. It seemed like somewhere in like the mid '90s started to gear toward Huskers instead of Cornhuskers. So when you hear Cornhuskers, for me, it's a bit nostalgic more than anything, just because it's not used all that often anymore um and uh yeah it might not be the the most sexy look you know i, I don't know if uh you know kids these days really uh, have uh, too much of a heavy feeling one way or the other on corn and or uh you know harvesting and all that but uh it is like you said it, it's it's our state we don't have to hide from it, it it's kind of cool and i like the, the a lot of people are embracing the corn i see a lot of corn t-shirts out there what do you think about those corn hats that people used to wear? i was about to say that <laughs> man i used to love those things when you see them at the football games those big long yeah. hats i thought that was pretty cool yeah that was fun i bought one of those one time uh on a date and made my girlfriend wear it at the time i thought that was pretty funny but she didn't wear she didn't want to wear it too often that was a great night did you guys have corn on the cob (laughs) i'm not sure (laughs) i don't remember i don't think it worked out too well she didn't wear it too much but i still have it you know back at home somewhere i'm sure in the closet so i can maybe i can wear it one of these days here as uh, as we embrace the corn on on the block uh we are going to reach out to evan bland of the omaha world herald coming up next i'm not sure if he you know he might be watching the end of that baseball game uh, so i'll have to catch up to him and see if um if he's ready to come on otherwise we'll catch up to him a little bit later for what it's worth that baseball game by the way now tied five at five so nebraska is doing the work to kind of get back into it uh btn's not helping us out though btn sometimes have their difficulties they've got some definitely difficulties up there so i'm watching and following along on my computer uh online so uh we'll catch up hopefully with uh, evan bland of the omaha world herald next here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket.